So, uh, Don, you know, it would be interesting as from my perspective as a client potentially uh, to, to understand you as the that, that third partner, that agency, kind of the, as I mentioned, you've, you've got you know, the constituents that would be part of this process. And it would obviously be very interesting to understand from your perspective, uh, kind of, you know, the uh, those three uh, firms or, or three constituents, the clients, myself in this case, uh, the candidate, and then, of course, the firm, which would be you. Um, and I'd, I'd ask you kind of about these, uh, your thoughts in these areas. Uh, so how about, uh, Don, uh, the candidate viewpoint? What's your perspective there? Yeah, that, that's a great question, John. And, and um, you know, uh, my main uh, concern, I, I guess, with some contingency um, searches anyway, is kind of what contingency can say about a company's brand. So a few years ago, I had an experience where I called a candidate for a director of manufacturing uh, opportunity at a uh, biotechnology client. And I happened to be, I think, the fourth recruiter that ha- that called this particular individual. And he was a good prospect for them. And what he said to me is, what is the, you know, you're the fourth recruiter that's called me this week. Is this company desperate? Mm-hmm. And uh, it kind of set in uh, as I thought about it for a second, because what really happened there uh, is that that client, if you will, lost out on that candidate as a result of me being the fourth one unknowingly to, you know, to in essence call him. And I, and I think that companies need to think about that from the perspective of, um, you know, recruiters going after us the same or a similar pool of people and what that can actually do in terms of uh, uh, potential brand damage to, uh, to a client. Uh, I like to think about it anecdotally as uh, a number of sharks uh, swimming around, if you will, a, a piece, of, uh, piece of bait in the, uh, in the open water. Um, one, uh, one thing I like to think about in, in concert with that is the, you know, is who's actually delivering the message, if you will, or, uh, what, what I call kind of a, a pitch person, uh, you know, so pre- professional delivery of the message, uh, is very important to attracting, uh, the highest performing talent and an understanding, I think, of the nuances of not only the client themselves, but the overall market landscape can be very important. Uh, and, uh, you know, finally, what's in it from a candidate, you know, point of view. So really understanding deeply uh, why, why the correct talent would, you know, potentially uh, get up and change their chair to, uh, uh, to you as a new employer. In addition to that, I think retained recruiters are generally seen as more knowledgeable. Uh, they're also, they also can show that the client is serious about the hire. And, uh, you know, the, they expect a certain amount, candidates, that is, expect a certain amount of discretion of con- and confidentiality in their representation. So some of those points can, uh, can also go to, uh, you know, the retained search model versus contingency. And, you know, I think to your point earlier, I mean, some contingent firms also kind of operate with the notion that if I throw enough uh, stuff up on the wall, some of it will uh, will stick. So, Yeah, and I think it's uh, a great point. And these days, the candidate experience through the process is, uh, is critically important to most organizations that care about their brand. And to your point, I think a retained model certainly ensures that the message is consistent with what the organization wants it to be. And 
and that that relationship is based on an understanding of that that message and the candidate uh, doesn't have a uh, uh, any question about what it means to be part of that organization. 